Okay, let's do it. Uh, CJ, your prompt, of course, is 2021. And Great. here we go. Three, two, one. I mean, probably better than last year, for sure. Probably? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Definitely better than last year. Yeah. It's another thing, like, I... Time is such an illusion this year, though. I can't, rem- like, differentiate between a lot of what has happened. That's Whether interesting. It happened- Time is an illusion is the tagline for one of my top five movies. Oh, wow. <laughs> How fitting. It is. Hey! Hey! Welcome to the Overtalking Podcast. Thank you. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies. But this week is our wrap-up show for 2021. A big old rip to 2021. Big old rip. Uh, we're your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is, uh, yeah, we already did that. Yeah. We already did it. You get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're going to be wrapping up our favorite things that we watched this year, both on the show right. and in our own just viewings. So, yeah. That's right, listeners. We watch things that aren't for this show. That's a lot yeah, of, it or not, a lot of content we consume. We're still able to squeeze in time in between, you know, feverishly rewatching what we have to watch for the show several times before we record. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We're still able to fit in one or two shows or movies. So, yeah, we'll I wonder if people that know that that we watch the movies people pick like at minimum three times to really study up. Well, it's important. Otherwise, you can't actually talk about a movie. If you right. watch it one time, come yeah, on. Yeah, come on. What kind of amateur is going to record a podcast about a movie they've seen once? Yeah. Oh. I mean, how are you supposed to go on all those tangents if you haven't watched all the movies three times exactly. in a row? Exactly. And then when we record like a, a TV show and we watch the pilot episode, mm-hmm. you know, of course, rather than watching several episodes of the show, we're just going to rewatch that one pilot episode several yeah. times. We just uh, watched that. We don't keep watching the season. No, also, no. if you've ever heard me throughout this year say like, oh, yeah, I'll probably keep watching that. I haven't. One of the I, I did for one, at least it's on my list. So I'm excited to talk about that. Nice. Well, yeah. why don't we we want to get started on this? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you want to go first? Yes. So first, we're going to start with top five things we've each rated on this show. Yes. So stuff we have watched for this show specifically. So I have a bunch that are tied for technically fifth place. Ditto. (laughs) So I'm going to rattle off some honorable mentions since they all received a nine from me. Pretty high. So those honorable mentions are the TV show Starstruck. It's on HBO Max starring Hmm. Rose Matafeo. I guess was my cousin Dave. Um, Next up was Invincible. It's a cartoon on Amazon that just Ken and I watched based on a comic book series. And then coming in at... Actual number five would be the movie Save Yourselves with the wonderful guest Carissa, uh, starring John Reynolds and a bunch of other funny people. Invincible didn't make my list, but it is one that I did continue watching. I watched everything from that one. Uh, Yeah, I am so excited for season two of that whenever that's supposed to air. For sure. I think I finished season one of that in a matter of like three days or something like that. That was amazing. Yeah, they do a really, really well uh, ending on each episode where, like, you want to watch the next one immediately. Mm-hmm. Save Yourselves. Uh, Ken, you did not agree with that, though. You gave that a seven. But that's yeah, still it was, decent. it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> the ending left me wanting more, uh, which I guess is good, but yeah. not in this case. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I have I have a trouble with, with uh, like, comedy slash anything. Like, Horror comedies I have trouble with. It's really hard to do correctly. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then, especially with a horror sci-fi, even more, um, I, I, I have trouble finding ones that I, I really like. Um, this was good. It just, yeah, it wasn't, uh, it didn't hit all the spots for me, but it definitely hit it for you. I mean, you, you rated it really highly. Yes. Yeah. I was uh, excited when Carissa picked it because I had recommended it to her and Eric to watch. Um, Cause I also know they're big fans of John Reynolds. He's in search party as well. You still haven't watched that show, right? No, I have not. Okay. <laughs> too, too much TV. Yeah. All right. What was your number five? So, yeah, I, I also have honorable mentions, uh, a lot of ties, but some of those are going to get lumped into other numbers. Um, so uh, for I have two honorable mentions before I get to my number five. Uh, I have About Time, rated the 9 out of 10. Yeah, you really uh, like that okay. one with Riley. Yeah, it made me cry. So, you know, yeah. what are you going to do? Got to rate it high. I, I found that, yeah, any movie that can make me cry, I rate really highly. But even though I don't like watching movies that make me cry, it's very strange. Yeah. But yeah, About Time, it's about time travel. Uh, actually, several movies in my list uh, are about time travel that I really like. Can you tell I like time travel? Anyway, yeah, really like that one. And then my other honorable mention for 9 out of 10 is, of course, The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Uh, <laughs> God. Yeah, it made the end of the year list. Barely. Wow. Um, <laughs> I think we joked about if it was going to or not, and that is hilarious that it did. Yeah, absolutely. Tokyo Drift, best of the series. Uh, Han for life. Han is Bay, And that's all I got to say about it. And uh, we could tease right now. Stay tuned because guess who's coming back in January, baby? That's We're keeping right. the saga going. Fast and Furious 7 or Furious 7, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. We'll be doing the seventh one in January. Hell yeah. So then my number five then is another round. Uh, which we did a episode with uh, the two Zacks from Have To. Yeah. Um, gave that a 9 out of 10 as well. Um, that was a really fun episode to record. We all really liked that one. That is my number four, another round. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we love hanging out with those dudes. Uh, we've started to play Mario Party with them during the week, which has been fun. Yeah, I like hanging out with them, but not feeling the pressure to be funny. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. that that's good. <laughs> uh, I've been doing terribly in Mario Party. I've yet to. We've played twice so far, and I've yet to even get a star throughout the game. God, so that's I been super time. fun. I was I was happy with that. I did win. We switched over to mini games, and I did win one round of Pushy Penguins, and I was very proud of that because those penguins are so pushy. Can we plug the the latest Mario Party for Switch? Yeah. Uh, because it's amazing. It has all of the old boards and minigames from N64 through GameCube. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you can play any minigame at any time. So, yeah, if you love Push Your Penguins like we do, just go play it. It's so uh, it's the best. It's great. Love it. All right. If you're out there and you have the new one and you want to play with us, hit us up. Oh, we'll yeah. probably be down. Yeah, that'd be great. I keep thinking that we should record a podcast while we do that, but that's not entertaining, and I don't want to do it anyway. Um, <laughs> That'd be like a lot of setup work, and yeah, they wouldn't be able to see what was going on, no. so we would just be reacting to like bad dice rolls, but they would have no idea. Right, but if you want to play, let us know. I, I love Mario Party. My number four is Cabin in the Woods. I give that a 9 out of 10. Ooh, nice. Yeah, that's definitely a great... That is a horror, good horror comedy. Um, yeah. That's one that, that hits really well, and I think because it leans more into the horror, but it still has really good comedic elements that that's why it really clicks with me. And just because the story is really good. I feel like any, anything that's genre bending like that needs to have a good backing 
story that'll that'll pull you in. And uh, you know, if you haven't seen the movie, go watch it. I'm not going to spoil anything here, but there's there's some great twists in that movie that um, just make it amazing and unique. So yeah, I I love that one. That's uh that's two picks from Carissa making our top five. Carissa uh, is very good at choosing uh, things to watch. I will say. Yeah, that just just barely missed it for me. I gave that an eight point five, but I really enjoyed it. Nice. I forgot an honorable mention: uh, the Apple TV series Mythic Quest with guest Vinny. That also oh, got nice. a nine for me. I really I, like I that kept show. watching that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That. Season two as well. Yes. Good. Good. I think that's coming back for season three. <laughs> it is going back at some point. Yeah. Since another round was number four for me, number three was the JGL classic Brick. Very wow, recent. Brick one. made your top ten, uh, top five. Wow. Yes, it got a nine point two from me. Wow, Damn. I really like that. I love. Yeah, I hadn't watched it in probably well over a decade, and I loved it again. That's the that's the one I like. Couldn't follow. I think I need to give it another watch. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, you pretty much admitted that you weren't paying attention while watching the movie. So listen, they talk too fast in that movie. Well, maybe actually sit down and watch the movie next time no. instead of like fiddling around with your office or whatever. The but hell also, you're doing. maybe I need to do it. Yeah, know. you definitely should. You admitted on the show that you basically weren't watching the movie. As as the guys in Half Two would say, didn't take. So I don't know. That need you need to rewatch that. It's great. <laughs> okay. You got anything to say about it? That's great. Just okay. All right, cool. Uh, my number three was the Night House. So night, oh. so house. Ugh. Yeah, CJ didn't like this, but no. I really enjoyed it, as evident on the the episode we did on it only a couple months ago. Um, really good. Definitely one of the the better new horror films uh, from last year, and I, I'm very amazed that we talked about it on the show. But uh, yeah, go check it out if you like horror and modern horror, especially. This one is really well done. A couple jump scares, maybe not overly scary overall, but um, just an interesting movie. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't too spooky for me. The the couple jump scares definitely got me, which I hated. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but not really like like a slasher or it's more just yeah, kind of like a I don't know how to describe it, like, like a, a mind mystery. horror. Yeah, yeah. What was your uh, you're on to number two now, right? Yes, so I'm going to lump these, I'm actually going to lump in two movies, because okay. they were pretty much our most recent episodes, okay. so at number 10s for holiday month, I, I have both a Charlie Brown Christmas and a Christmas story. Wow, yeah, a Charlie Brown Christmas is my number two as well. Yeah, that's great. That was the one, a Charlie Brown Christmas got 10s across the board. Yes, very rare on this show, but yeah, everyone gave it a full 10 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, you know... With with holiday movies, I feel like there has to be an asterisk, right? We yeah, talk about this on sure. the shows, but yeah, they're ten out of ten in the setting of Christmas, right? Like you're not going to watch this in July unless you're doing a Christmas in July thing, but, right? That's a good uh, point. Yeah, I I'm doing them very much from a nostalgia aspect, and that they have just become a tradition in our household, right? But I do enjoy them. the The one time a year I watch them, they they still hold up and they're great. No, absolutely. I think uh, Olivia Cody was very happy that we actually gave one of her picks a very high rating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, notoriously, we have uh, shit all over her uh, choices previously, but yeah, that's, I, I'm not, I, I shoot straight here. 
listeners. So I don't know what yeah. to tell you. Brother Eric coming <laughs> in with the only 10 across the board for the year. Yeah. Was it really the only one? I, it looks like it. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah. Rare moment. Well, uh, so that, well, yeah, my number two was Charlie Brown Christmas. So what's your number one? Number one for me, of course, is the show Taskmaster. Oh, of course. Yes. Loyal yes. listeners of the show will know <laughs> how much I talk about it, how much I love it. It has brought me so much joy in this pandemic. Uh, I am legitimately bummed every time we reach the season finale because I know then I have to go a few months without it, and I don't want to do that. Uh, have fallen in love with both the original British version as well as the New Zealand version. The American one. Oh. No. The American one sucks. Joking. <laughs> the New Zealand one is great. Nice. Yeah, you know, I don't want to shit on your parade, so that's... Yeah. Then don't, yeah. <laughs> I'll also just give a shout out. Uh, so the, the Taskmaster's assistant in the New Zealand version, his name is Paul Williams, and he actually is a musician as well, and his album called Surf Music made my like top album of the year on spotify oh wow it's really good ken actually think you would enjoy it it's it's kind of like like indie electronic it's it's really oh, good very catchy those sound up my alley yeah cool uh, i'll check it you out should definitely check it out uh it's surf titled music? surf music but it okay. is not at all surf music <laughs> but it's it's really good yeah all right sweet what is your number one my number one is the X Files, <laughs> wow. not new at all, but um, yes, thank you. <laughs> you know that was a show we we were going to originally do with Cameron, uh, mm. but he had to dip the last minute. But uh, we still did it because you know X Files, amazing, best show, so good for um, you, <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I know it's very much set in the time that it came out, um, so it's not going to hit for everyone, but. I, I loved watching it. I was also maybe a little late to it as well, just due to, you know, age. But uh, yeah. it, I don't know. I really like it. Um, great sci-fi horror mystery. Mm-hmm. That was one I was trying to rewatch to get through to get to the new season. That's right. But, yeah. Uh, I also fell off of it, which, you know, maybe should be a ding against it. Because <laughs> there's a lot of fucking episodes. That's That's back when they had 24 episodes per season. Yeah, and I there's mean, like ten or eleven seasons, so I don't know what to do about that. But I wouldn't fault you or the show. That's just so much TV to watch. Yeah, it's it is too much. Yeah. I talked about it on the show, but like I found, or I, I like made a list of like the quintessential episodes to watch to like get the main story, but still some of the good episodes, and mm-hmm. even that was too much. So yeah, it's it's rough to get through, but there are some really good standout episodes that are probably worth a, a watch if if you get the general gist of x-files um still really good yeah and there you have it folks that's our top five for for the overtalking episodes yeah. so yeah let's let's move on to the top five things that we've watched just in our personal time so let me knock out a couple honorable mentions first uh, before i get to my number five uh so i want to mention inside by bo burnham oh yes fantastic is that on your list? I thought it might be. It is not. It should be. It was okay. great. I still, I've listened to the song That Funny Feeling like a thousand times since watching it. Oh, nice. Yeah, I I really like Bo Burnham. I, I only watch his stuff like once or twice, but um, I've seen most of his specials. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Just really clicks with me. Uh, I really liked his 
TV show, Zach Stone is going to be famous. Right. Uh, back in the day. Uh, yeah. That's, I think that's what really turned me on to him, but uh, yeah, inside is great. Uh, definitely a, uh, a post pandemic moment, I, I guess. I don't know how else to describe it, but um, yeah, really good. And then the other uh, honorable mention is uh, the Chucky TV show. Huh? Yeah. This one's interesting. And I, I do want to talk about it just for a second, um, yeah. even though it's an honorable mention, but yeah. So the Chucky has a, a weird history. They, they had a series of movies that started out as serious horror, then turned to horror comedies. Yeah, this and is then, when the Rugrats really took a turn, right? <laughs> yes, yes. And then they had like a remake uh, one where Luke Skywalker voiced Chucky, which was really weird. Mark Hamill. Um, yes, Mark Hamill. Thank you. Um, but then, yeah, so they came out with this Chucky TV show this year that continues the canon of the movies, the original movies. Oh, that's cool. In TV show form, yeah, with the original creator and everything, and voice of Chucky, and it continues the story and everything. It, it's amazing, uh, and it's really good too, which is very surprising. It's gotten great reviews, uh, and it just got renewed for season two. So, nice. yeah, if you like Chucky at all, but don't like the shittiness of Ride of Chucky or Seat of Chucky, like the real jokey bullshit, uh, this brings it back to more horror, still with the funny fuck you Chucky attitude. But anyway, I clearly really liked it. So are these uh, uh half hour or hour long apps out? Well, at like 40 minute. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then my number five for stuff I've watched this year. Um, I kind of wish I had put Chucky as number five instead. Now <laughs> that I look at this anyway, uh, I put synchronic. I've never heard of that. It's by Benson and Moorhead who are the two directors of, so a couple other like genre sci-fi movies that are really good. But this is this is the latest one. I think it came out in 2020 actually, but I watched it this year. It's here here's what it says on uh IMDb. Two New Orleans paramedics lives are ripped apart after they encounter a series of horrific deaths linked to a designer drug with bizarre otherworldly effects. And this is the one that has the tagline of time is an illusion. So it's spoiler alert. <laughs> A time traveling movie, uh, which nice. is why I like it. I might like that. That sounds interesting enough. It's worth a watch. It's not the best thing, but I enjoyed it. Um, and it. it stars uh, uh, Anthony Mackie, the Falcon. Oh, nice. All right. What do you got, Siege? Well, I'm just going to start with uh, Taskmaster again, because uh, that definitely <laughs> still <All right>. <laughs> made my top five things that I watched this year. Uh, technically, on the Overtalking show, we watched the British version, so maybe I'll just mention the New Zealand version for this okay. one. But it is, uh, Emily and I have watched, I think it totals up to be like 14 seasons of this show in the span of like a year and a half. Wow. We love it that much. Uh, it's incredible. Nice. Um, so I'll, I'll go with that. My number four after that, though, is a show. It's uh, a British show on Channel 4 that, you know, we found somehow. Don't worry about it. It's called um, We Are Lady Parts. Uh, it's really, really good. It. I'm just going to read the description off IMDb because I wouldn't do it justice. A look at the highs and lows of the band members that make up a Muslim female punk band uh, called Lady Parts as seen through the eyes of uh, the main character, a geeky PhD student who is recruited to be their unlikely lead guitarist. It has it all. It's got awesome tunes. It's got great characters. It's funny. It's heartwarming. Can't recommend the show enough. I am so excited that it got renewed for a season two. It's won a few awards. 
It's nominated for a couple others. It's fantastic. Nice. And I feel like not many people know about it, so I want to spread the love there. Cool. I'm feverishly reordering my top five as we're recording. (laughs) Because I feel like, you know, none of these are really, like, my favorite thing ever, but I just feel like I have to mention them because they were something that happened this year. I don't know. Um, Yeah, this one stood out to me. Oh, it's a Peacock original, but also was on... Okay, maybe that's how I watched it. I can't remember, honestly. But yeah, so uh, Peacock is free, right? So people should go check it out on there. It's got an 8.0 on IMDb. That's pretty high for an IMDb rating. Cool. Was that your number five? Yes, that was my number four. Number four? Yes. Taskmaster was number five. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. All right, then uh, my number four is Fear Street. It's it's technically a trilogy of movies, but... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they, they came out with uh, three movies over three weeks on Netflix over the spring or summer, I think, early summer. And yeah, it was it was like an event at that time. I don't know if it's going to... I enjoyed watching them. I they Each movie takes place in a different period of time. Like the first one is set in the 90s. The second one is set in like 70s slasher summer camp. And the last one is set in the 1660s, which is like witch trials time. And each one is good in their own right. It's on Netflix, right? Netflix, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really just like the nostalgic feel of the 90s one, especially the first one. And so here's the, here's the IMDb uh, description for the first one. A circle of teenage friends accidentally encounter the ancient evil responsible for a series of brutal murders that have plagued their town for over 300 years. Welcome to Shadyside. Oh, wow. That's so spooky. So yeah, this is this is based, I think, loosely on uh, the Arl Stein Fear Street books as well. Oh, um, I don't think I knew that. I'd heard of yeah. them. Yeah, um, at least that was the big draw for me initially. But the movies are good on their own as well. Um, that so sounds like very that. up your alley. Yes, for sure. All of these are either dramas or horror. Uh, so I think our, our lists have a good rounding overall of uh, all the genres. Yeah, because you've got comedy and then obviously romance, right? Yes. Yeah. So, oh. A hundred percent. Next up for me, I should say these aren't really in like any order. These are just like five things I enjoyed. Okay. That, that makes me feel better then too. All yeah. Right. Um, so next up I will mention um, how to with John Wilson. It technically came out in 2020, but I did not get around to it until 2021. I'm pretty sure. Okay. It's season two, I think is just started as well. I don't really know how to describe this show. Uh, it's, Produced by Nathan Fielder, if that gives you any indication oh, yeah. of the type of show it is. Basically, each episode revolves around like a theme. So, for example, one episode is the theme is scaffolding in New York. He lives, John Wilson, the main guy, lives in New York. So, all of this is usually taking place in New York City. IMDb's description is an anxious New Yorker who attempts to give everyday advice while dealing with his own personal issues. So, the, you know, the title is How To. So it's like how to do a thing is each episode. So like how to, um, let's pick a, a random uh, season one episode. How to make small talk is the first episode. But each episode sort of starts with that and then quickly sort of transitions into something completely different. And it gives you sort of an inside look into just people in general. I promise you it's like nothing you've ever seen before. 
it uh, fell like in, it. yeah yeah i quickly fell in love with it but again it i do, also don't know how to describe it well <laughs> it's one of those shows all right but i'm cool. really excited that it got renewed for a season two he was on conan's podcast talking about it conan loves this show it was really cool to hear about that another episode in season one is how to cook the perfect risotto but really, it turns into this relationship that John Wilson has with his elderly landlord. And yeah, it, it takes a turn. Another one, he ends up in like MTV's spring break where they're, you know, filming there. And he actually gets yelled at because he's in the crowd in front of a stage. And so there's camera crews because it's for MTV. But mm-hmm. he he found the clip of the MTV show where, you know... It's this like eagle eye crowd view shot of the stage. So everybody is, you know, facing the stage and the performers. And then you see he is the only person turned around looking the other direction. <laughs> so he's very easy to spot. And they, they <laughs> sort of yelled at him of like, okay, you can't be here because you're in the shot looking weird. <laughs> like you yeah. have to leave. Uh, but yeah, That's it's a funny. very funny, interesting show. Huh, cool. Was Was he... Was was that fictional or was no. he like? No. This is like he he shoots it all himself. I forgot to mention that. So it's okay. him walking around with a camera. So everything you're seeing is pretty much like from his point of view. Wow. You really don't see him in much of the show, but you hear him like talking as he's interacting with people in New oh, York that's City. Cool. Yeah. Huh. So it's it's it feels like very much like a sort of like one man production kind of thing. It's really well done. Okay, that that actually intrigues me. I you should I you should like out. give an episode a shot for sure. It okay. it might get if if you're one of those people that can't handle awkward situations, you might it's, have a tough time with this. Oh, like <laughs> yeah, like how The Office is kind of that similar vibe. Yeah, there's a couple parts where like because people are weird, right? And so he has awkward conversations with strangers essentially and. Try to. I, I would recommend giving like give the first episode a shot. See see how you like it. But yeah, okay. It might not be for everybody because of that. Okay. All right. All right. So my quote unquote number three are the Evangelion movies. Uh, the the remake of the Evangelion series uh, in four movies. The Neon Genesis uh, Evangelion, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So remember um, how earlier I mentioned if you've ever heard me say I was going to keep watching a show, I did not watch. Oh no, much. we knew you weren't going to keep watching that one, even though we pushed real hard. But like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, there is no way you were going to watch that. So yeah, we we talked about the show on this show, but they the creator decided to remake the series in four films, and the last film became came out I think this year, and all of them became available on Amazon Prime this year in English. So uh, I sat down and I watched them all over a weekend. Dang. And yeah, I've been waiting so long to actually watch all of these because they've been released over like 10 years probably, but like spread out. But I just was waiting. So finally sat down to watch them and that's why I made my list. Um, Really enjoyed it. It's definitely different than the series, um, but with updated graphics and the storyline diverges completely. But still, a really interesting story, and hits a lot of the same themes and weirdness of the first series. Um, so yeah, if you liked the, if you've seen Neon Genesis Evangelion, go check out the movies. 
But I have a feeling a lot of people, this isn't their cup of tea. So, you know, let's move on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What's your number two, I think, at this point? Yes. So this one is a uh, stand-up special. It's called Live Without Fear. It's Rory Scovel's uh, newest oh. stand-up special. But nice. there's a twist to this. I'm a huge fan of Rory Scovel. Go check out. He has some specials on Netflix that are amazing. I'm just going to mention this quick bit that him and comedian John Doerr did on Conan years ago. Conan comes out and sort of prefaces it with like... This doesn't happen often in our business, but we have tonight accidentally double-booked comedians for the show. So rather than rescheduling uh, one of our comics, this is interesting, they have both graciously agreed to share their time tonight. So please welcome John Doerr and Rory Scovel. And they come out, and it's it's them literally just talking at the same time, each doing like a tight five. What? I think at one point, it's John Doerr takes out a guitar and starts singing a song. <laughs> Jeez, how tight he's doing. You took me under your wing, and you taught me everything. Lots of traffic, lots of traffic. I don't know what's going on. I don't know at all. Spaghetti, is that spaghetti? You can't eat pills. No, 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 no. If you do both pills... You'll die. Do not mix your pit. Oh my God, now I'm just throwing spaghetti. I'm still driving a car. I'm still driving a car. Oh my God. I'm going to get her wrecked. I'm going to get her wrecked. You guys give her a round of applause. Sally, thank you. This this bit, I think I watch at minimum at least once a year because it is so funny to me. that One, that like a network talk show agreed to do this right it's kind of a tough sell at one point too they even bring up like an audience member as part of like a bit <laughs> but while the other comedian is still going on with their set That's so you can good. find that on youtube it's john Dor and rory scovel on on conan it is so funny send um, that to me after this please yes uh, oh, i so. definitely can do that uh okay. so but this special live without fear Rory Scovel, it is technically, it is a stand-up special. However, none of the material was pre-written. He just goes up at like a blank slate. So he is basically improvising an entire stand-up special. Whoa. So he went to this theater and recorded, uh, he had like five nights there and recorded each night. And then what you're seeing in the special is sort of like, it's kind of like a documentary style stand-up special because then they play clips from like each night and him sort of like talking about how he thinks it went and he found that one audience member was there for five all five nights and came up to him after the last one and they were talking and the the audience member was like do you want to know like which night was the best and which one was the worst? Huh. And Rory immediately was like, Oh, Tuesday was the worst. And the guy was like, yeah, it was, <laughs> <laughs> but I like, I just think that is such a cool and brave idea. Yeah. That's, that's a great way to present it too. Right. Cause it's, it's more of just an experiment and a process. It sounds like. Yeah. So as like a documentary, I feel like that's a good way to to present that. Yeah, I thought it was such a cool idea that I'd never heard of anyone trying before. And lo- and that's how they, they promoted it, too. So even the audience knew what they were getting into. They, they kept tickets at like five or ten bucks uh, to get in because it was like, this could suck right. <laughs> or it could be great. Like, right. let's find out together. Wow, that's awesome. 
All right. My number two is actually something we covered on the show, but I didn't rate it apparently super high at the time because uh, I had only seen one episode, but I kept watching it. Um, and I'm only halfway through it still, but it's Succession. I had a feeling, yeah. Yes. I am currently watching it. It's very high quality and very funny, but also high stakes and dramatic, and the acting is great. Um, I don't know. I Initially, before we even did the episode on Overtalking, I had seen like ads for it in front of other HBO shows, and I was like, oh, okay, it looks like another HBO show. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's really good. Like I really enjoy it. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to say much more about it. I don't want to spoil anything. But also, I probably can't because I'm only halfway through the series. But assuming it continues on the way it is, I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna, you know, continue watching it. Um, yeah, I just want to call it out. That is a show for sure. I've only heard good things about it. I've yet to meet anybody that's like, oh no, that was okay. Like everybody raves about it. Yeah, and, and I, I think you would enjoy it. It's, yeah. you know, it's not full comedy, right? Mm-hmm. But it is has some very funny moments i think accentuated because it isn't all comedy like there's very dramatic moments but then fucking cousin greg comes out and just yeah. says something that's like ridiculous and uh, i love it from the yeah. one episode i've seen he's the best <laughs> he's my favorite yes. character for sure yes yeah him and tom tom is a shithead but also the dynamic uh, anyway the dynamic with him and greg it's the best Please watch more. Like I think, yeah. I think you would really enjoy it. We might. Uh, uh, Emily and I are looking for like a, another show to start. We're we're running out soon. That's that's the perfect one. I mean, you're gonna have a. I mean, you just are finishing up a week off. Uh, so yeah. now's, the, now's the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Got to binge. Yeah. You know, as we're talking, I thought of another show. <laughs> I thought of several too. So just do the next one, then we'll we'll go through some more honorable mentions. That's okay. Not good. Yeah. I'll I'll end my official list with uh, season two of Netflix's I Think You Should Leave, uh, the okay. Tim Robinson show nice. that I think you do not like. No, that's yeah. not my, that's uh, yeah, not my cup so. of tea. Um, this show, each year, if a new season comes out, it's going to make my top five list. The, I love this show <laughs> so much. I think it's hilarious. It's a sketch show. It's uh, I, I don't want to even try to describe some of the sketches because I wouldn't be doing it justice. Anyone that like has a, is a fan of Tim Robinson or Sam Richardson or, or that type of comedy, uh, they both created a show called Detroiters, which is one of my favorites. I've watched both seasons of that like four times over, I think, at this point. But it, it is uh, it's like the best sketch show out there today. I think is I think usually nice, and they're gonna keep making more, and I hope they never ever stop. <laughs> I know a lot of people really like that, so that's that's awesome. All right, what's your last one officially? All right, my number one, you know, again, it's 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 not like the best thing, but it's it's a really good horror movie that I saw this year called Saint Maud. So the IMDb description, which I'm sure isn't going to say anything, yeah, it, it doesn't. It says uh, follows a wow, I don't know this word, pious. I'm assuming this is pi- house pious is spelled P I O U S. Sure, yeah, probably. Uh, follows a pious nurse who becomes dangerously obsessed with saving the soul of her dying patient. So, yeah, you're, you're following this girl who is taking care of, it's like doing hospice care, but like through the church. And she has these weird, I don't know how else to say this, but like orgasmic spiritual episodes, hmm. uh, which is very strange. And we slowly learn more about her and whether or not her 
spirituality is actually coming from God or something else. I think that's a better way to describe this movie without spoiling everything. Um, but yeah, it 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 goes it gets really fucking dark, and the ending is one of the most terrifying five seconds mm. of any movie I've seen in recent history. So uh, yeah, definitely check this out. High recommend. A uh, bit a bit of a slow burn, but the payoff is crazy. So please check it out. Uh, yeah, if you like that, horror. Not, that not one CJ. I've even heard of and have heard it's yeah pretty spooky a24 nice just just saying yeah a24 <laughs> that that's a ringing endorsement for a lot of people is is the fact yes. that they put it out so they know what they're uh, doing yeah that is a good one uh definitely yeah one of the scarier things i i saw a very long time so high praise all right so we're on to we we I think we both thought of a couple things since we we went through this do you want to do run through the extra yeah mentions? Yeah, definitely want to. Uh, season two of the show, The Other Two, came out this year. It's on HBO Max. The description is an aspiring actor and his sister Brooke, a former professional dancer, try to find their place in the world while wrestling with their feelings about their 13-year-old brother Chase's sudden rise to internet fame. So it's it's these two kind of like down on their luck characters. Their younger brother gets famous overnight and becomes like a, a pop star. It's got an amazing cast. Uh, Helen York plays Brooke. Drew Tarver, uh, he's a member of one of my favorite comedy groups called Big Grande. He plays the older brother. Ken Marino plays the the younger brother's agent. Oh, wow. Um, Molly Shannon is the mom. They have so many good people. Wanda Sykes is like an agent. Richard Kind has been in it. Like So many good people in this, and it's very funny. Yeah, I highly recommend it. I haven't even finished season two yet, as I'm saying this, but I it, I still love the show. Cool. Anything else? Um, that was the one that I could think of. I'm sure there's like as soon as we stop recording, I'm gonna think yeah. of like five other examples. I know, but yeah, I'll end I, it there. I have a couple more, but I'm sure there's more that I'm forgetting. For some reason, the one thing that comes to my mind when I'm trying to think of things to recommend is the Netflix show Dark. But I didn't oh, watch yeah. it this year. I, I watched it previous years, but. That's like one of the best things I've seen on Netflix is it's a foreign show, but it, yeah, dark CJ, you watched it too. Yes. So good. So, so good. Uh, I, I still haven't finished that actually. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah I need to do that. You need to get on that. It's, it's a very complicated twisty show, but yeah, like, so cool. And doesn't treat their audiences dumb. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. And I love it. Definitely do yourself the favor of like, Pay attention while you're watching it. It is Pay not attention. a show you can be on your phone. There, there are spoiler-free family trees online mm-hmm. um, that like will show you a family tree based on what episode you're on. Yeah, I don't know if that's not intriguing to you. I don't know what is. So anyway. yeah, again, Ken, these time travel-y like shows and movies, yeah. you like this one yeah. for sure, for sure. But yeah, I agree that that's a fantastic show. Yes, but. Doesn't actually qualify, so anyway, I just I don't know. It just popped in my head. But the other, I have two other things here that I did watch this year. One I watched actually only a couple days ago, uh, just because I saw it was on some list of of holiday horror. But it's one called "I Trapped the Devil," hmm. and it's it has nothing to do with holiday other than it's set around Christmas time when there's Christmas lights up in this house. But the premise is this guy and his wife are visiting his brother, who they haven't spoken to in two years, and they go to his house on Christmas Eve or something. And they find out that this dude is seems crazy and has a guy trapped in his locked in his basement. 
And he claims that he trapped the devil. And this guy is actually the devil. And it's it's all about distrust and whether or not he's telling you the truth. Yeah, very creepy, crazy, scary moments. Um, I really liked it. Didn't expect to like it that much. And then the other one I have is uh, definitely a, a twist from everything else I've been saying, but uh, the TV show uh, Star Wars Clone Wars. I hear that's really good. Yeah, it is. Surprisingly, we're watching it again now. We're, we're starting oh, over. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the, what prompted us to watch it was we were watching The Mandalorian, and then one character from Clone Wars shows up in season two of Mandalorian. Mm. And so we're like, oh, we want to know about her, more about her. So we start watching it, and there's, it's pretty hit or miss with episodes. Some episodes are fine. Some are have Jar Jar in them. Uh, so it's it's all over, but... You know, if you like Star Wars, this delves the most into it than any other thing in Star Wars because there's just that many more episodes. But it's it's really cool and makes me appreciate the prequels more, even mm. though I still hate them. <laughs> Got I it. don't know. If you like it, it's check it out. Like it's it's good. It's like really good. It's a commitment because there's a lot of episodes, but they're shorter. I don't know. Just want to throw it out there. Nice. Oh, and then the TV show Friends. I've been watching Friends a lot. I don't know why. <laughs> It's not new, obviously, but yeah. <laughs> I thought of a couple more that I'll just rattle off really quick. Do it. <laughs> uh, AP Bio, it's on Peacock. Uh, oh, nice. It's very funny. It's great. Um, honorable mention, we have done an episode on the show, but Joe Paratox with You Season 3 came out this oh, year. It, nice. again, is fantastic. And then I just decided I'm going to start rewatching the show Difficult People. It's on Hulu. Uh, it was, it stars and is created by Julie Klausner and also stars Billy Eichner. It's produced by, uh, Amy Poehler's production company. I think it's like paper kite or something like that. It's really, really funny. It's such a like jam packed joke filled show. How do I know Julie Klausner? That name sounds really familiar. She's, she's like a comedy writer. Uh, I don't know that she's really like starred in much. Uh, she's written a book. Uh, she hosts one of my favorite podcasts called, uh, Double Threat with Tom Sharpling. She was on podcast. Yep. That's it. Okay. Got it. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yep. Uh, I think she's hilarious. Uh, the, the difficult people came out, I think in like 2015, like years ago, but it is, I feel like not many people I know are aware of it or have talked about it or, but. It's really funny, and people should check it out. Cool. All right, I thought of three more. Uh, No, I'm kidding. That's it. (laughs) That's it. Another year, Ken. What are we going on? Year four? Who who even knows at this point? I don't remember anymore. I I think we're going at... It's either four or five. It's probably four. I can't remember. Somebody could do the math. Fuck. I don't know. Anyway, it's it's too long. (laughs) Yeah. We've got a bunch of exciting episodes coming in January that I'm very excited about. Yeah. Uh, we, we sort of teased one out when my brother Eric was on. Two um, out, really? That, that's a two-parter. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be a two-parter. It's It has nothing to do with TV shows or movies, so definitely different than our usual format. Uh, but we had a ton of fun doing it. We already teased. Uh, we will be doing another Fast and Furious one, the, the seventh movie. That'll be coming out in January. And then I uh, and think we also know what the our next episode is going to be, right? I'm assuming it's going to be our very next episode. Which which one? <laughs> With Lauren? Yeah, sorry. Yes. Uh, so last year, uh, or no, sorry, in January of this year, Netflix came out with Death to 2020. Uh, they're coming out with another one called Death to 2021. So yes, we will be having Lauren back on to do that. 
Yes. And then maybe, maybe we'll be visited by a certain overlord. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. We don't know. We'll see. We're dipping into February territory at that time. We got a shit ton planned out for you guys. So stick with us in 2022. Yeah. And we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. Happy New Year. Thank <laughs>